This is Reaching the Finish Line. And I'm your host, Callan Dix. Check out the website, www.reachingthefinishline.com. And pick up my free report. Save up to 75% what they don't want you to know. Reachingthefinishline.com. And welcome. Today, I am delighted to have Christy Whitman. Christy is a New York Times bestselling author of two books, her most recent book being The Art of Having It All, A Woman's Guide to Unlimited Abundance. She has helped thousands of people worldwide to achieve their goals through her empowerment seminars, speeches, coaching sessions, and products. She's been, uh, she's been broadcast to over 20 stations, uh, has appeared on Today's show. Her work has been featured in People Magazine, 17, Hollywood Life, and Teen Vogue. Very happy to have her with us. Christy, welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Great. Let's go back in time, Christy. You know, okay. how did Christy get started on her journey to reach the finish line? You know, did you have nurturing parents? You know, did you kind of come from a broken home? Let's start there. <laughs> I came from a pretty much a middle-class family, um, Italian-American family. And um, the basis of everything that, w- that I was trained in was lack and limitation. Mm. No matter how much my dad did or earned or what we had, it was never in a space of, oh, this is so great, we've made it. You know, it was always look at what the Joneses have and compare ourselves to them. Cause it, and, then we're, and we just never measured up kind of thing. Mm. So I found about 20 years ago, I found myself in that same place where it was like I, you know, accomplished all the things that I had at the age that I was and felt like, is this all there is? And I was really looking for some type of really inner connection and inner peace because I didn't have it on the outside. Mm-hmm. And so I started um, meeting people, of course, because with Law of Attraction, we'll go over this. But as I started to desire and as I started to intend, I really wanted to find a deeper connection to myself. And so... I learned how to meditate. I met a woman who taught me how to meditate and started teaching me about the universal laws that we're going to talk about. And at the time, I was about $60,000 in credit card debt. Um, I had quit my job. I had just moved from Chicago to California for the latest bad guy mm. and found myself completely after, you know, after getting there after a couple of weeks, found out he was cheating on me and broke up with them. So I was in Northern California, had no friends and family around me and um, no job. And I was living in a room in this very strange woman's house because I couldn't afford to get my own apartment and I didn't know anybody to room with. Mm. So everything as far as the status of success, the things that we look at as far as, you know, our six, oh, and I was 30, gained 30 pounds. I was 30 pounds overweight. So it was like every aspect, whether it was my body, my finances, my career, my relationships, nothing was working. But what was what did happen is I found a deeper connection to myself and the universe and started understanding um, how the universe works by the universal laws. And so fast forward five years later, I was in this wonderful relationship with a man that I married, was married um, five years. We were in an eight-year relationship. Um, I had gotten down to my ideal weight and size four body, um, completely out of debt. And um, 
got totally on purpose and, and living my passion because I had my first book come through me. And so I got my book published and, um, you know, started speaking in spiritual bookstores and, you know, places like that. And people started asking me to coach them. And I had no idea what coaching was. Uh-huh. But I started, you know, like coaching. I mean, I thought a football coach, cheerleading coach, like that type of coaching was my frame of reference at uh-huh. that point. Yeah. So um, started yeah. coaching, loved it, and went, you know, um, to go to school to become a, a, you know, certified coach. And so here I am 20 years later. I have the man of my dreams that I'm married to. We've been together 10 years. We have two beautiful boys. Um, we have actually two homes. We live in Montreal in the spring and the summer and fall and Arizona in the winter. And um, I've got this thriving business where I get to help other people. I get to serve other people so that they can turn their life around like I turned my life around. Great. So, yeah, let's stop there. Uh, it sounds like you definitely kind of stumble upon these universal laws, including uh, the law of attraction, you know, as you got older. And, and for me, it's, it's kind of no different. I, you know, I wish I, wish I would have heard about it earlier. We're definitely going to talk a bit uh, more about that. From the day you graduated from high school, because I'm always curious, Christy, to see, you know, whether does college had an effect on people's success or not. The, the, the moment that you graduated uh, from high school, you know, was college something that you was interested in, or did your parents just like, you know what, Christy, I don't care what you say, you're going to college. What, what was that like for you? No, I actually was the one that was very driven to go to college, and I was very driven to have a career and to be able to make my own money. And, you know, I kind of, I, I have, my, my parents have been married for, um, you know, 55 years now. Wow. And, wow. But they had a very tumultuous relationship. And I remember one time when they got in a really bad fight, I was by about seven or eight years old. Um, I, my sister and I were telling my mom, and my dad's a wonderful man, it's just that he had a bad temper, um, but we were telling my mom, divorce him, like, what are you doing, why are you putting up with this, and she goes, what am I going to do, where am I going to go, mm-hmm. and she goes, I don't have any money, and so I, I vowed to myself as a young child that I was never going to rely on a man, you know, so I would be in that kind of situation, and I wanted to, I was very, very determined to make my own money, to make my own, have my own career, have my own success in that way. So for me, I mean, my parents were never like, oh, you're going to go to college. I mean, I was just really clear. I'm going to go to, you know, I'm from Arizona. I I knew I was going to go to ASU. My dad went to ASU. My girlfriends were going to ASU. And it was not even a question for me. Um, Great. So, so, and it was, what did you, what did you study there? Well, I started off studying business and going for my business degree, but I wasn't doing all that great um, when I was in college. And like economics and, you know, accounting and classes like that were just horrible for me. And I, I mean, I would study and study and study and I would just do horrible. And one, one day a girlfriend of mine I worked with, she's like, why don't you try communications? And I'm like, what? There's the communi- What? What do you mean? And so I started taking communication classes and got myself off probation. I loved it. I was thriving. So I ended up getting A's and B's. So I um, graduated with a BS in organizational communication. Great, great. Interesting. So uh, do you feel like your bachelor's degree uh, had a significant effect on your success? 
Oh, for sure. And it's funny because I never knew this back then, but you know, some of the classes I took were small group communication. So, I mean, I communicate with my team and learn, you know, knowing how to lead them, um, how to give presentations, you know, how to create reports, how to do, um, you know, the research to do that kind of stuff. Um, and even one is interviewing. So I remember that was my very favorite class that I took is to be interviewed and then also to be the you know, person giving the interviews. And that's one of my favorite things to do in my career is I, I interview people for my show called the quantum success show that comes out every Monday, Monday on the internet. And then also obviously in situations like this, I'm interviewed. So, um, you know, who would have known back then it was like my my interview, I got an A plus in that class Mm -hmm. and I loved it. And, uh, now it's what I love doing now. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting, especially for the audience to hear both sides. You know, you you went to uh, college to get your degree in communications, and you know, definitely I'm involved. You know, through multiple uh, facets uh, uh, of communications in, in regards to media, and you know, I, I didn't go to college for uh, communications, and uh, you know, I, and, and I've definitely had a great success in my regard. So it's just interesting for you know for listeners to see both sides. How really, how really we, we, we're definitely and get into these laws how you know uh it's not so much i mean college or higher education for that matter can definitely be a tool uh to help you reach the finish line but it's not perhaps a, a, a necessary or required tool to help you to get there as there are other ways to get there uh myself uh being an example start with a free audiobook go to reachingthefinishline.com and scroll to the bottom of the page to click on the Audible banner to get your free audiobook. You may not have a lot of free time, but you can definitely listen to a book on a plane, on the bus, or even while you're driving. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and scroll to the bottom of the page to click on the Audible banner to get your free audiobook. Start reaching the finish line with your free audiobook. Let's get into um, these... Uh, universal laws. At what age did you stumble upon it? Because as I stated previously, uh, you know, for me, I was, I was about, I want to say, uh, 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 I was about 24 years old when I stumbled uh, upon these, uh, as they call universal laws. And, you know, we're all, you know, and, you know, and I'm quite sure your parents told you as well, you know, you want to grow up, be a good law abiding citizen. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these laws, you know, people don't even know about. So let's get into that. How did you hear uh, about these universal laws? What age were you? Well, I just have to say, in my perspective, I don't think that I stumbled upon them. I think that we find them and we attract them. Everything in this in this universe is attraction based. So when we're ready and we start to ask the right questions and we start to, you know, really intend for certain things, that's when we start opening up and and the right person might come along and start talking about it or you hear an interview or someone gives you a book or, you know, something happens where it's like it, it's your intention first and a longing for more in your life or some aspect of your life. And then that's what opens up, you know, you being able to attract this. So I was 26 when um, I attracted this information into my life and it just just made sense. You know, it's like for me, it's like we I always say it's like knowing the rules of a game. Like so if you're going to go out and play baseball for the first time, 
someone hands you a bat and doesn't tell you any of the rules, how successful are you going to be? You know, they're going to throw the bolts, you're going to hit the bat, and maybe you run to third, mm-hmm. and it's like, and you're out. You know what I mean? But yeah. if someone yeah. sits down and tells you, okay, first you run to first, then you go to second, third, then you come home. If you hit it all the way past that, you get to actually go to all the bases and do a home run. I mean, there's, there's an, uh, you know, you understand what to do. And I like to think of the universal laws in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know, I, I like to say that there's seven essential laws. There's seven of them that I feel like if you get your mind and start around these, understand these and live from these, um, you know, it's not that life will never bring you contrast or things that you don't want, but you sure have an easier time navigating around them. And with less drama and chaos is if you don't, and you get to deliberately attract the things that you want instead of just, you know, Oh, okay, well, this is my life. And, you know, thinking that things happen to you and kind of blame other uh, situations outside of yourself, whether it's your parents, your boss, the government, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you get to be in the power position to say, this is what I want. And I know I have the power to attract it. Great. You know, a lot of people definitely want to be in a power position. They definitely want to take control of their lives. And oftentimes they hear that they are in control, but unfortunately, you know, they don't really believe it, you know? So I definitely want to start, you know, with these, uh, several, seven universal laws, of manifestation so uh before we start there you know you know there's there's like a or you know everything has an origin you know it's like you know the law of gravity you know you know you know over over time we've been taught the origins of that you know before they said you know that the earth was flat until until uh until we our science has developed and we learn that uh the earth is round there's so many things and like i said before everything has an origin you know a crop starts with a seed what is the origin of the universal laws of manifestation? Well, it, it, everything is energy. I mean, let's just start with that. I mean, you know, everything in the universe is energy. So it doesn't matter if it's a material object that you're seeing, there is energy that's that's holding everything together. Every um, atom, you know, that's the essence of everything. And especially as us as human beings, everything is energy. We're an energy tower. We're always emitting signals all the time that are energy waves that go out into the universe. So we call them vibrations or frequencies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether you're thinking something, you are actually sending waves out into the universe. When you're feeling something, when you're saying something, when you move your body and you do something, mm-hmm. the perspective that you hold, the beliefs that you have, all of that is energy. And all of that energy is going to attract the same frequency it has to we're in an inclusion-based universe it is all about law of attraction you, someone doesn't have to believe in law of attraction it just works all the time it's universal so it doesn't matter if you live in Canada or the United States or Mexico if you're a man or a woman it doesn't matter we all have to adhere to this law and some people go oh law of attraction doesn't work no it it it, it, law of attraction works for some people and doesn't work for other people. No, it's it's a universal law. It's like gravity. Yeah, you throw yeah. a ball up, it's going to come down. Yeah, like, you, you know. You start with the. Uh, you, you talked about energy, and you kind of just really, uh, you know, if, if people, if people, uh, perhaps want another example, you know, I would definitely offer. I would definitely offer that. You know. You look at a car. You know, a, a car can't move uh, unless it has fuel, and fuel is the energy that gives life to the car to move, to to, to be able to uh, take you to where we need to go. Uh, it's the same thing like uh, us humans. You know, if you look at if you look at it on that level, um, you know, 
carbohydrates is what gives us energy. Uh, you know, you know, the, the, the food is the fuel. Uh, it's, it's, it's what energizes us. So, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, definitely, you know, Christy uh, explained in one way, but just to kind of give a kind of diversified, uh, you know, diversified examples for the listeners, you know, energy is essentially the fuel of life for everything. Uh, so uh, I, th- I definitely, I definitely uh, think that's very important. You know, we're definitely going to save the the uh, the uh, law of attraction for last. I definitely want to cover the other laws, and then we can kind of you know wrap it together. Uh, let's start with the law of polarity. What is that? Okay, so everything in the universe, in this physical universe, as you know, on Earth, okay, mm-hmm. there's always a polar opposite. Mm-hmm. So you know, in heaven and, you know, just pure energy, polarity doesn't exist. But here as human beings on this physical planet, there's polarity. So if there's up, there's down. If there's, you know, there's side, there, the side, there's another side. So there's the front of your hand, the back of your hand. You know, there's love, there's fear. So if we if we know great joy, we can know great despair. Um, there's lack and there's an, then there's abundance. Mm-hmm. You can look at polarity in like weather. You know, you've got extreme colds or extreme hots. I live in both Montreal and Arizona, and I don't want to be there when it's in the extremes. So it's like really, really cold or really, really hot. And then there's a whole spectrum in between. So we have to remember that if we have a false belief or a negative belief, we have the power to then hook into and start believing the polar opposite of it. So if you're rooted in lack and limitation, you think that you're not enough or you don't have enough or that you know you don't have enough possibilities or opportunities, there's also the belief on the other polar side of that that there is enough opportunities, that there is enough money, that you are enough, that you have what it takes. So polarity is just meaning you, there's two sides to every coin. Great. Yeah, you succinctly uh, uh, said it well. Now, let's go to the law of detachment. What is that? Well, when we are deliberately wanting to create and we're putting our focus and our attention, we have a vision of something, right? In our physical minds, we think, okay, this is the vision that I have. This is what I think happiness looks like. This is what I want to attract. The hows, the whens, the whos, the wheres, all of that need to be in a sense of detachment. Focus on your what you want. It's okay to like, for example, I would say that, you know, when I was single, I wanted a partner. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I really love and enjoy spending my life and sharing my life with someone. Mm-hmm. And the kind of qualities that this person had were also something that I was very attached to, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you don't want to just be with anybody, right? I mean, you know, that there were qualities that I really wanted that were deal breakers and things that were important to me. But when I was in that single phase, before I met my husband, I needed to be detached from the when, the who, the how, the, you know, so I can sit there and be attached, like, oh my God, am I going to meet him at this restaurant tonight? You know, or, oh my God, when am I going to meet him? Because the minute you get into a, a feeling of lower level emotions, like anxiety or doubt or fear, that slows the whole entire process. So, the law of detachment is important because yes, be attached to some of the things that you want. You may want to have your own business and have a certain success in that business. Be attached to that. But at the detachment and how it happens and in the form that it happens and the when that it happens, that will bring so much more of an open allowing space that the universe can bring things to you much easier than if you're attached. Wonderful episode. You can get it. When you become our premium radio subscriber, 
go to reachingthefinishline.com forward slash buy to get your subscription today. What do you get? You get things like early access to the episodes, commercial free one hour episodes, mastermind calls with our guests, freebies from our guests, as well as much more. Go to reachingthefinishline.com forward slash buy to get your premium subscription for it's another way for you to start reaching your finish line. So basically you're saying be attached to the goal, but not the details. Exactly. Great. That's excellent. Uh, what, uh, what about the next law you have is called, or not your law, but the laws of manifestation, the universal laws It's called the law of pure potentiality. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a mouthful, two P's in a row. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, the law of pure potentiality. This is a law that says, okay, we talked about energy, right? Yeah. All unmanifested energy has the potential to become something. So if you look at from your whoever, wherever you're at and you're listening, from the tip of your nose to the wall that you're looking at, all that space in between is pure potential energy that could be manifested into something. When you look out into the cosmos and you go outside and you see all that space, that is pure energy that can be manifested into something. All energy wants to create some type of form. And so when you are thinking of an idea, when you, when you all of a sudden receive an idea, because you have that idea, that you have the potentiality to, man, to manifest that idea. Just because it's a thought and it's an idea and you've had it, you can then, you may not know, not know how to do it right in this red hot minute, but you will, if you continue to get excited about it and maybe do some research about it and look into it, you could manifest what you want. I mean, you think of all of our, you know, the, the earlier inventors and of the light bulb and, you know, of, of um, all the things that came before the automobile and the plane and, you know, even sending a man to the moon, all of those things at one time were pure potentiality. And someone had the idea of it and then continued to just persist and, you know, be in a place of, yes, this is going to happen with, with absolutely no doubt. I don't care how many times it fails. This is going to happen. So they took that whole concept of pure potentiality and created it into something that was a vision in their minds and made it a reality. It's, it's interesting because I think, Christy, the law of pure potentiality and uh, the law of detachment, I don't know, it, it, it may seem in conflict because, you know, from the last one, detachment, uh, you says ba basically, you know, focus on the goal but not the details. But the potential, the pure potentiality, it kind of encourages you to focus on the details. Well, no, the pure potentiality is just the fact, the concept, the knowing, it's the trusting that if I have an idea, I can manifest it. There's pure potential for this idea to manifest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That That's the concept of pure potentiality. It's the knowing that, huh, I just had an idea. I don't know how, that's the detachment. I don't know how to bring this thing to fruition. But that feeling sense of, but it's so profound. I'm so inspired by this. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. You know, then from that place, from that place of being inspired and being excited about it, you then, by law of attraction, attract the things to you. I see. I see. I have a, I have a better grasp of it now. What about the law of abundance? What is that? 
Well, it's not the law of abundance. It's the law of sufficiency and abundance. And why I say that is because um, it's important. And what, why it's important is because if we go back, and this is how all the laws fit together, right? So all, all seven essential laws fit together. If you are in lack, you cannot attract abundance. It just totally is on different vibrations, different frequencies. So a lot of times people have been trained in lack and limitation. And so the way to become in that abundant state that we all have, you know, <laughs> there's the pure potentiality to be in, mm -hmm. have that stream of abundance, is we have to come from the middle ground. And that's being satisfied. That's knowing that where you are right now is sufficient. So if you're coming, say if you have $5 to your name, because I get this question all the time. Well, how can I feel abundant if I've got, you know, $5 to my name? So there's two perspectives, right? You have $5 to your name and you're, oh my God, I'm freaking out. What am I going to do? How am I going to pay my rent? La la la. You know, you're in a freak out mode. You're in lag. Mm -hmm. Or you stay in the space of it's enough right here in this moment. I have $5. I can go get myself a sandwich if I want. I can can go get myself a bottle of water. I can do, you know, numerous things with this $5. I have $5 and in feeling that space of in this moment right now, it may not help me in a, uh, an hour. It may not help me in two hours, but all the power is in the now. I'm finding the satisfaction in having this. That opens the doorway to abundance. But the minute you go back to lack and limitation or freaking out or low level emotions, you go back the other way. So it's abundance and what we all want to create in our lives is on the vibe is on the frequency of vibration, uh, the frequency and vibration of abundance. And the doorway to go there is through satisfaction, through sufficiency. Yeah, it's very interesting because a lot of people, you know, you know, for so unless a person comes from a very, you know, very privileged and wealthy family, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, probably uh, the overall majority of the population, uh, not not only in America but also, uh, you know, in the world, uh, it's you know they come from mindsets like that, you know, where oh, there's not enough, there's never enough, lack, you know, and and, and, it, and it's like that 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 is ingrained in them, and that becomes their default mentality. And it's yeah. just, you know, as they get older, it's just, it's just that, that mentality is on autopilot. It's just, they naturally think about that. You know, you know, how, you know, what, what is typically, you know, a kind of a time estimate that a person can expect to kind of reverse that, to kind of unwire those type of thoughts, to, 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 to kind of transform uh, their mentality for, for, for so many years of thinking negatively, thinking of lack. Well, it really depends on the individual person because energy and vibrations can shift. It takes 17 seconds to act, actually shift a vibration. It takes 68 seconds to get the universe to start moving into it. So manifestations start moving in the direction of the vibration you're in. But what typically happens with most people is they start you know, going towards what they do want and then focus back on what they don't want. And there's this inconsistent split energy that happens it's like a, you know what I want what I don't want what I want what I don't want what I want what I don't want and then nothing ever moves and you know so it, it depends on how deeply ingrained these beliefs are how willing the person is and how open they are to change them because a belief is just I mean who says what anybody believes is true or right you know a belief is just something we thought of someone told us something and then 
we believed it and then saw evidence of it. And then it became a self-fulfilling prophecy, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, if you change your beliefs, you change your thoughts about anything, the re- your reality changes. Wayne Dyer said that Ch- change the way you look at things and the things that you look at change. I love that. Uh, and Wayne Dyer is, you know, you know, you know, God, God bless his soul. That is definitely, uh, def- definitely one of my uh, favorite uh, admired authors and, and uh, but you definitely uh, you definitely uh, said that quite uh, quite well. Let's go into uh, the law of allowing. Now, this is one of the more familiar laws that you know people who are in the kind of the spirituality, self help, per- personal development space may have heard of. But for people who don't know, uh, what is the law of allowing? The law of allowing is really the place of least resistance. The law of allowing is where you can feel expanded. You can feel good. You are allowing the divine in you, so the, the, the source in you, the God self in you, however you want to say that, your soul. You're allowing your alignment with that, with that part of you that is always holding you in a space of adoration, which is always holding you in a space of love. And when we can connect with that part of us, we feel good. Anytime we feel bad, anytime we're in fear, we're in anxiety, doubt, you know, frustration, anger, we're not in allowing space because we are completely out of alignment with who we really are. When we're excited, when we feel passion, we feel inspired, you know, when we feel our power, we are aligned with our essence. And that is being in a space of allowing. And from that, it it affects who we are as a person, it affects our relationships, and it affects our, our relationship with the universe. And just in relationships, for example, a lot of times people get in relationships, they're all lovey-dovey, they've got this, you know, oh my God, this is the greatest person ever, they fall in love, and then all of a sudden it comes a point where it's like, well, you need to change, and if you would change, then I'll be happy, uh-huh. and that's not that's not allowing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know what I mean? So it's it's coming from a place of seeing the person as they are and loving them as source loves us, which is unconditionally. Uh-huh. And as we come to a close, Christy, if people want to follow you, or get in contact with you, how would they do that? Well, you could go to christywhitman.com, and it's Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, and Whitman is W-H-I-T-M-A-N, so christywhitman.com. I have so many different things to help and support people. I do videos every single week. Um, I have a, a webinar that's the difference between lack and abundance to help you get more into that abundant mindset and feeling and essence. So um, christywhitman.com is the best place to go. Christy, thank you for being our guest. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. It was a great, great conversation. Thank you for listening. Just another great episode by Callan Diggs, best-selling author and career strategist as seen at Fast Company and Inc. Magazine. If you're not on an email list, you're missing out. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and subscribe to get all the exclusives.